Hi, this is JR from Less Than Jake, and you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Thank you, fuck you, bye-bye, everybody. I think it's kind of funny that we picked the one song that we don't know any words to. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was about to beat you to the open. Yeah. I didn't know there was other words past a certain yeah. point because, you know, he's normally by the ring at that point, and then Mike kind of fades out. Don't hinder the gender, but don't hinder the Sunset Flip. Yes, welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio. Your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. As always, I'm your co-host, the Million Dollar Father, Mr. Thomas Lisi. Always joined with the sharpest dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Damn it. I, I said it right for the first that. time. So right now, sharp. Um, we have... Like Iron Mike Sharp. Iron Mike Sharp. <laughs> we should really make sure to say Iron Mike Sharp is, our, is numero uno. <laughs> um, we have a huge episode planned for today. Not just are we going to give you our Warrior Rumble predictions... We have a special guest coming on in about three minutes. Um, we will be interviewing Titan Championship Wrestling and Funhouse Heavyweight Champion PJ Savage. So, real quick, little backstory with PJ is when we sponsored a Invictus Pro Wrestling show about That's right. we two years ago in and, and we June, have the audio that June, is one of our yes. episodes. It is one of our road episodes. Oh, by the way, this is episode 171. Um, we remember we started keeping track last week. Uh, Empire Rising, June 2021. We sponsored the show here yes. on Sunset Flip Radio, and he was actually in a four-way tag match with his tag partner, Dennis Morgan, at the time. And I know that he went on to a little solo career after that, but now uh, we reached out to him a couple weeks ago, and he is going to come on the show in three and two minutes, actually. And we're just going to, you know, talk talk to PJ about his wrestling career. And uh, I remember I did talk to him for a second real quick at the show. But, um, you know, he's doing big things in Titan Championship Wrestling. He's a World Heavyweight Champion. He was the 2023 Wrestler of the Year. You know, and uh, he was um, trained in New York by Johnny Rods, 1996 WWF Hall of Famer. So um, that's going to be a huge, huge interview. Come up in a couple minutes, and then we're going to have our... Royal Rumble uh, oh, yeah. preview. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we say as a side because we kind of know what's going to happen, you know. But well, for the most part, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Seth Rollins injury. We'll get to that. Big show, big show, big show. Um, yeah. So I mean, we're gonna we're gonna get a hold of PJ right now. Uh, this is our we, first episode. This is of our the year? first. Second episode. Second episode. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. That first week. Yep. So right now we're gonna get PJ on the uh, on the horn, courtesy of um, Instagram Messenger. And your mom's ass. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll call. Then we're not gonna we're not gonna press hold. So you're gonna hear the ringtone and everything. So uh, yeah, here we go. He's just embarrassed if he doesn't pick up. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Actually, no, it wouldn't be. So then we'll cut. Right there we go. All right. So here we go. All right, now welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio. Again, your number one podcast for the art sport of professional wrestling. Now on the phone for the first time ever. Now in this podcast, we have we have had some we had a couple special guests, I think. We've interviewed WWE Hall of Famer Tito Santana. We've interviewed Oh my god, we interviewed Darren Young. We've also interviewed why are these names sound it's so... Because it's been a minute. It's been a minute since <laughs> we interviewed. Honest, it's been a minute. Um, oh, my God. We've interviewed... We've uh, interviewed Pitbull, some Pitbull Gary Wolf. We've interviewed uh, Devon 
Dudley's uh, two sons. But for the first time ever, we have a heavyweight champion on our podcast. Yes, the Titan Championship Wrestling and Funhouse Wrestling heavyweight champion, Mr. PJ Savage, is on the podcast. PJ, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me on the platform. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on. I'm grateful for the, the platform you guys are giving us, man. I'm just happy to be on and grateful to be given the platform. I thank well. First of all, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, it means a lot to us as wrestling fans. We've been wrestling fans for over thirty years, and uh, you know, any time that we have a uh, professional on, you know, it, it means a lot to us. So once again, thank you so much. Um, of course, man. Of course. So, so before we talk about, you know, you know, your birth in wrestling and your experience and everything, we actually two years ago. Actually, two years this June, we had a company called Invictus Pro Wrestling reach out to us, and they looking for sponsors for a show. So we sponsored a show called Empire Rising. It was up in North Jersey in 2021 in June, and yeah. we actually, that was the first time that we saw you wrestle, and you were part of a four-way tag match, and at the time, your partner, Dennis Morgan, and... Yep. You know, um, we were front row. We right were there. front row. That was our first. Actually, we did, we interviewed. That, well, that was our first independent show. But we actually Correct. interviewed. Yeah. Um, we also interviewed from that show, Mike Verna. We forgot to talk about Mike Verna. We interviewed yes. him also. Yes. Um, so you know, that's a we have a little backstory with you. But I mean, that was a couple years ago. But now, where you are now, you, you know, being a world heavyweight champion for a Titan Championship Wrestling. You know, before we talk about that. We want to talk about, you know, how you got into the art and sport profession of wrestling. So, um, you know, coming from New York City, you know, and, you know, I know you have around six, seven years experience. You were trained by a WWE Hall of Famer. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I was trained by WWE Hall of Famer Johnny Rods, man, the unpredictable one. Uh, back in like 2015, 2016, I was in a really dark place in my life. Just, And I was one of those guys who was a fan, just like you guys. And wrestling was my escape. It was, like, what saved my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember just being in a bad place mentally, and I, I lived across the street of the Barclays Center when it first built up. Oh, wow, okay. And, my brother lived yeah, over that so, way, off Atlantic, right? Somewhere over that uh, way. Yeah, right there on the Atlantic Avenue. Yep. And it was surreal just seeing the wrestling fans come in and out, and I love the wrestling fans, man. I was one of the guys, and... Wrestling has the best fan base out of any sport or anything out here, man. Absolutely. Say it louder for the people in the back, please. <laughs> and you know and you know what it is at wrestling? I mean, you know, it's funny, you know, my wife called me a wrestling nerd a couple weeks ago and I was really happy that she called me that. And I know Alex's <laughs> wife calls him a wrestling nerd too. And then, you know, I mean we're we're all wrestling nerds, I think, in my opinion. But um you know you know, we've been watching it for so long, it's just like yeah. it's it's the perfect escape, it's the perfect getaway. And I mean, even if I have a shitty day, if I have a good day, I can always go to wrestling. It doesn't matter if it's WWF, WWE, WCW, ECW. It doesn't really matter to me. It's just, you know, watching it, it just brings a smile on my face. And it sounds like, you know, that was you growing up. Yeah, man. And I I was a kid. I was watching it since I was two, three years old. My first wrestling event, I was four years old. And I went to WrestleMania 10. My grandma. Wow. You went to WrestleMania 10. (laughs) Wow. That was my first ever wrestling event ever attended. Oh, man. My uncle was one of the guys that always traded like New Japan tapes with ECW tapes. Oh, wow. I would go to the tape trading. Yes. Just to go tape trading. 
and I'm I'm this little five six year old kid just out there hanging out with Smart Mark. So it was, it was pretty cool, man. Yeah, that's awesome. That was my upbringing. That was my upbringing, and it's I was always in love with wrestling and going through fighting depression and being a part of all that. I always wanted to just be into the, in wrestling more. And I always said to myself, like, I don't want to be a fan because I went to an event and then I left the event and it was like, it's over. Like, that's it. I got to go home now. I got to go back to reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But those yeah. guys in the back, man, the guys that in that back, they get to go through that every day. That's, that's their life. That's their grind. That's why it's the perfect escape. And you know what? I mean, I think that WrestleMania 10, we were, you know, the fact that, we didn't get to see Lex Luger become a WWF champion. You know, it's a little still sore to this day. Um, no, I mean, I, WrestleMania 10, wow, that was the, the build as the double main event and Bret Hart pinned Yokozuna. He didn't give him the sharpshooter. Remember, Yoko fell he off the yeah. uh, he fell off the top bu- turnbuckle yep. and, you know, Big. magically you know, like 500 pound giant loses because of a uh, yeah. off the turnbuckle. What it's all it took back then, you know. <laughs> Apparently, what what a great job, Vince. Now we you got five hundred I mean? pounders jumping off the top rope like it's nothing. Oh my god, you know yeah. Now, I mean? now now we have you know huge guys going off the top like it's crazy. I mean, I'm, you know, look at Vader, look at you know all these big guys in wrestling history. I mean, we did a whole episode yep. dedicated to bit dedicated to big guys, and that was awesome. So I mean, you know, you, you said that your first show was when you were five years old. So I mean, like. Uh, who did you grow up watching? Like, you know, influences, like as far as when you were young, I guess, I, I guess take us from when you were young to where you actually started training, like, you know, off the top of your head, like a couple of your top wrestlers of all time. Who would you say that those wrestlers were? Yeah, for me, I went through some phases. Uh, for me, the first phase was Bret Hart. That was the guy, okay. of course, WrestleMania 10. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like the first phase for me. And then the next phase was, of course, I went into my Stone Cold and the Rock phases. But then in the 2000s, right before I hit my teenage years, uh, Triple H was my guy. Like, that ah, was the guy okay. That I, I wanted to like be. And I remember in 20, uh, 2002, I actually was at the Garden when he came back from his return. Ah, uh, from the quad injury. <laughs> They yeah, they the still yeah I was wow. gonna say you know they still like if you go onto like Facebook or whatever or like the anniversary of that it didn't matter if it was five ten seven eleven an odd number they still air that uh, you know anniversary <laughs> of him I mean maybe maybe it's because he's basically run the company now but I don't think his ego is that big but I mean I mean that was a huge uh, moment still, yeah it was still that that moment was epic I remember being in there and just remembering and still to this day I've never heard anything like that in the garden oh yeah I mean my first wrestling show at the garden um, me and Alex we went to. Um, Smackdown. Oh, shit, in, that was your first show? Yeah, at the to Garden. The garden? Oh, no yeah, at way. the Garden. Yeah, oh, Ju- July 7th, day I'm, after my birthday. I'm honored. You popped my garden <laughs> cherry. Thank you. Oh, um, right. You know, so so for me, for me, sitting in the Garden was just so surreal. I'd never been to a wrestling show. And like, you know, my father growing up, he, he got me into wrestling and he used to see, you know, Bruno San Martino and like Dom DiNucci and all yep. these guys. And he would talk about how awesome the Garden was. And that was when he was, you know, 17, 18 and, you know, 37 years old. I go to the Garden. It's like, you know, you want to yeah. break down and cry in the corner a little yeah. bit because it, it's, it's so surreal. It's a different atmosphere. Yeah. Atmosphere for wrestling. Like I go all the time for Rangers games. Yeah, because of season tickets. But then for wrestling, hey, it, I, I love the Rangers. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Let's there go. we go. Let's go, Let's go man. Yes. <laughs> Shit, if I have extra tickets. I'll send them your way, man. Yeah. There's always shows I can't go to. Um, but it's wrestling. Just you know, 
the the running shtick on our podcast, and I say this all the time, is wrestling, and you can vouch for this: is wrestling is everywhere and in everything. Yes, it's in it's yep. embedded in pop culture ever mm-hmm. since what eighty four, yeah, rock and wrestling days, and even mm-hmm. more so in hip hop culture. Um, popular culture with memes, thank God for internet. Clothing. The, the, clothing. The, the, the chalk line, uh, you know, line of well, clothing. Well, not even that, but like, like that, you but... know, the, the vintage clothing stores that sell the $400 Stone Cold Steve Austin original yeah, correct. OG WWF t-shirt. Or the Rock's uh, button-up shirt that he, yeah. you know, his, what was it, $5,000 shirt, whatever he used to uh, say it was. You want to know, um, you you know what I hate sometimes? It's like, I see this all the time, you know, with, with kids these days that we're like, you know, like their seventh grade, they wear like the Metallica T-shirts. It's oh, like, yeah, that's always. That's, I, I, I'm waiting for like that's the dawn you know, of time. Like the really, me. really young kid to be wearing, uh, not the young kid, but like you know, like the high school kid to wear like the vintage WWF T-shirt and be like, you know, man, he's it's my stone. Listen, yeah. I mean, they can now. I I told you, I bought wrestling. I bought an Ultimate figure and a couple things from PacSun. PacSun is selling wrestling. It's everywhere stuff. now. It's, it's everywhere. culture, and that's why I like wrestling. Just like you said. uh, PJ is like, is is in everything. It's mm-hmm. just, it just lives and breathes on its own, and the fans and everything is just a completely different atmosphere from baseball, football, uh, you know, hockey, even that. And it's just like, it, it's its own animal, and I love it. I love being a part of this as a fan. It's just there's nothing better, and I thank everybody for doing what they do just so we can have something to take our mind off of a shitty day at work and just get lost in a show just for an hour, two hours, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm super appreciative at my 35 years. You know, I just, it's something I always come back to. Uh, Like one time I went to mania in, uh, with my wife down in new Orleans and like getting on the plane. And I told my wife, this is like the first time I felt normal. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe you guys can understand that, but like I just felt at home yeah. for once. Well, you're surrounded by everybody that's a like has the same thing, feeling correct. that you're yeah. going in. But it was a different vibe. It's different than going to like a Yankees game or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, completely yeah, another animal and it's so like I don't think anything can ever be harnessed like that. Mm-hmm. So like that's why it's special and everybody who does this like, you know, they they when they grasp onto it they hold onto it and it's a it's a beautiful thing yeah so you know damn right absolutely damn right. so you know so what we just talked about pj bouncing that back to you so now you know you being a heavyweight champion for a wrestling company and you know like what is what's that like coming out of the curtain and you know having the belt around your waist and being basically the face of the company what what is what goes through your mind when when you when you do that like when you go out the ring you know do you have you're thinking of what what are you thinking of like in the mind of a, of a professional wrestler yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting you say that. This weekend, I just had a match and I faced uh, one of the one half of the SAT, Joel Maximo, the world famous SAT indie gods, mm-hmm. you know, then Ring of Honor and facing those guys. Mm-hmm. But um, I was facing him and it was in the main event of the show and I'm there all day and after the holiday break and I'm coming back and it's like you kind of look around, I was stretching and I thought to myself, I was like, wait, this, this is on me. This is really <laughs> all on me. This mm-hmm. is people are waiting for this match or the main event people want to see came this you. want to see what you do yeah. you have to deliver there's a lot of pressure that comes with it I, I like to so I'm a big Yankees fan so I like to say it's wearing the pinstripes it's championship or bust mm-hmm. and that's what it is 
in that when you're in that main event, you're wearing that title. It's exactly what it is. You have to go out and you have to deliver for 20 to 30 minutes. And especially when you're wearing the championship, it means even more because this is your era. This is what's going to be remembered. That's what that little kid in the crowd is going to see. He's going to go, that's his Bret Hart at his indie event. Mm -hmm. And then for me, being on the independence holding heavyweight championship, it's my goal is to get signed. My goal is Mm -hmm. to be on the Bright Alliance and get to WWE or AEW or New Japan. And I want to show those companies that I can deliver and I can draw a crowd and I can carry a company on my back when you put the strap on my shoulder. So it's there's a lot of pressure that comes along with it, but I thrive in it, man. I love the pressure. Again, from New York. Makes we, diamonds. We, we're like <laughs> built on the pressure, man. The Yankees, the, the history that we go through. It, it's like we want, we want that pressure. We want to feel. We want it the hard way. And... That's what I'm like made for. I'm made for just getting everything the hard way. So when you put me into those positions, it's it's kind of easy for me to just snap into that mentality and just deliver a shutout. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know it, what what you just talked about. You know it. Yeah. It, it gives me the chills a little bit being a wrestling fan. Like you know you're thinking about what that what what does the eight year old who's sitting in the front row with a you know he 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 went out and and he bought the piece of oak tag and he bought the markers and he made the sign and it has your yeah. name and it has your, your name, name on, on it. it right you used you know to write like them, now you're signing them you like know what I, I mean? you know that <sighs> you know what I mean like I've like like to this like so basically the Undertaker is my favorite wrestler. So I mean, of all time, I have him tattooed on my arm. It's 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 He's a got whole, a whole thing. sleeve. And I have a whole yeah. sleeve for the Undertaker. If he so cool, if he man. walked so right cool. by me right now, I would instantly melt. He should have chicken. I, I would probably time. shit my pants, and I would instantly <laughs> melt. Um, so I mean, <laughs> you know, like knowing like thinking that like in the mind of a wrestler now, like what you're talking about, you know, that eight year old kid or nine year old kid, whoever you know, whatever age doesn't matter, and that's just. Right. That's just amazing how, you know, how wrestling can change people's lives like that. Yeah. You know? A quick story, a quick story about this weekend also. So there was this family. So New Jersey got hit with some pretty intense floods. Yes. And uh, there's this one family, the Chucky Ireland family, the Ireland family. Uh, Chucky and his daughter, Chloe, they always come to shows. They always support. They always have my T-shirts on, my hoodies, whatever. They're always supporting and I found out a week before the show that they lost everything in the flood. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And the father texted me, said, I might not be able to show up, might not be able to come to the show. And I was like, hold on, give me a second. We need you there. I want you there so you can have a break from reality. And the company ended up paying for their, their tickets, so they got it for free. And then at the end of the show, after my match, I brought them into the ring to, you know, give them that break and put that's Chloe awesome. into the ring and hold the belt and have an amazing moment something that they never forget yeah and as a wrestler i can give you that moment i can be there now this is what i want to do like when i get to wwe i want to break john cena's record for make-a-wish like this is yeah, one of the yeah. things oh. i, I want to do so doing little moments like that at an indie show it means the world to me man yeah that's <sighs> yeah man that's just a lot like, that's that that's that, that's a lot to, to that, think about and that's a lot to take in as a fan that's what you do it for and that and that's a, that love man that's what you do it for yeah and, and that's the crazy part it's, it's, there's so much that goes into it um yeah we we worry about making sure we're in shape and taking care of our bodies eating right and stretching and doing yoga and working out and then there's the other side of making sure your character the gear the logos the personas all there but then there's that whole side of interacting with the people that we do it for this is why we do it we do it for the fans 
Yeah. We do it to give you the escape. And we do it so that one day we can live forever and be immortal and be the Undertaker and be Hulk Hogan and be the Rock, a Stone Cold, the Triple H, Bret Hart. Be those guys that, that live forever and be able to provide for my family when I'm gone. So that's it's the whole... It's why we mourn over our brothers when we lose them, like when we lost Jay Briscoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it was a year. It hurts, it hurts all the wrestlers. Losing brain, losing all these good brothers. It, it just sucks. It's, but that's why we're such a tight-knit community because we all know what the goal is and the goal is to live forever. So, so for it's one big family setting too. Like it's just it's on a whole nother level. Like to go from yes. a fan growing up and now you're grown up and giving back. Like wrestling is, is one of the craziest ways like you can just give back because sometimes you don't understand how you do. You just came across unfortunate unfortunately somebody had to go through that. And you just came across that one spark. You know, you might have had a bad day in the ring, uh, missed a couple spots, whatever, and then that brought it back. You're like, damn, no, I got to keep going. I got to keep pushing. And it's that kind of thing. Those kind of things that just, like, just keep you it keep just gravitating mean, it's, it's just, It just means so much more. To... And it's like a good drug. Yeah. And I mean that in the best way. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just... You know, you kind of keep no, chasing you, that. You heard wrestlers that fought addiction. They all pointed back at it. There's no other drug like walking through the curtain. Yeah. There's something <laughs> different about that adrenaline. There's something different about what we do, helping and just being involved and just walking through that curtain. It's, it's It does something for you. And I can be one of those wrestlers that go, yeah, I put my body on the line every day. I put myself at danger. I love it, man. And I, I love what I do. I love that I can do this as a career. And I can help change some lives and make some people happy. That's, That's right. awesome, man. Do what you love, love what you do, man. That's it. Yeah. So, you know, especially, you know, you you talk about giving back. So I wanted to, to ask you about the about the free-for-all. And I know that's a scouting combine that, that you're behind with various companies yeah. for talent. And ironically, you know, um, you know, I I was on your Instagram and I read your post about it. In 2021, you actually attended the, that free-for-all, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you want to explain? Story. Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to explain to our listeners out there exactly what the free for all is and what the whole, um, you know, what's idea the, of the, it. Yeah, the idea and the description of it. Yeah. So uh, I, I started back in Johnny's in 2016. I was with Johnny Rods for about four years. And when you were Johnny, you can't do the Indies. You just have to stay with them. But then the mm. coronavirus hit. Everybody's lives changed. I was I was honestly supposed to get a WWE tryout March 26th of 20, uh, 2020 and the pandemic hit March wow, 13th. Wow, shit. So, um, I had basically gone back to square one and hit the independent scene when it started, the gates started to open up a little bit. But it was hard. It was hard for me to get looked at. It was hard for me to get bookings, even though on the Johnny, I faced guys like Willie Mack, I faced mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley, I faced mm-hmm. so many names. But it was still hard for me to get noticed and get to these other companies. Half of these promoters don't answer their emails. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh... pretty hard to just network and get in front of new faces and new curtains so uh somebody had put me on uh, it was actually the promoter from invictus said there's somewhat of a scouting combine ran by a company called titan championship wrestling that they do something called the free-for-all so okay so i went to the free-for-all and kind of the floodgates opened up for me there because i was the standout i was above uh, head and shoulders above everybody else there they gave me a roster spot on the spot. They put me on the show that night. I was in the main event. Oh, damn. And wow. Things kind of things wow. got rolling for me from that. And then uh, 2022, there was no free-for-all. There was just no free-for-all. They didn't do it. 
So when I was in with Titan Championship Wrestling in the fold completely, that I had my name had some power and I, I can drive the owner crazy. I said, let's bring back the free for all and really get this going and give guys a real opportunities to yeah. get seen. Hungry people. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I got about 10, 20 different independent companies to be involved to come there and scout Damn. other talent and whether you've been in the business for 10 years or one year or six months and you're fresh out of a school come to this the scouting combine and who knows who's going to be able to see you who knows what's going to happen and for me i always got crap from different people even when i was i was trainer at johnny's when i was at johnny Rouse, he made me head trainer and i would just care about the students even though I'm still training myself and I'm still trying to assign, I was always trying to help the next guy. And there's, there's a part of me that just won't stop being that person. So now that I'm on the independence, this is my way of doing that. I get to open up a scouting combine, have different companies come see different talent, and guys that aren't getting the looks that they feel they deserve, they could come to this combine, get those looks. They have matches, they have promos, they go through a whole training day just so the promoter can see these guys' worth that ethics. And... It's something that I want my legacy to leave behind where I want to help the next guys that are coming behind me. Because it's it, it just, it's so much easier if someone has a helping hand and they want to give it to you and bring you up to where they're at. Because I'm not getting that. So I want to break the cycle of guys not helping you, of people not paying it forward. I want to break the cycle and I want to make sure guys are being helped, even if I don't know you. Why is Randy being helped by PJ PJ never ran, met Randy in his life why not he's a wrestler and I'm a wrestler we both lace up boots right. why he can't get the same chances I get and I want to be next to the best guys who knows somebody at the scouting combine could believe he's better than me and next thing you know me and him are duking it out for the same spot and it makes for great wrestling and a storyline that somebody could pay attention to one day so it's all about that that's my mindset behind the free-for-all and i'm glad to be a part of it i'm also a part of something with when wrestling is now the maximals i'm helping them out put together a gabe sapolsky tryout oh, um, in new york city so it's like there i'm you go. very happy to be a part of these things and helping guys out get to the next level while helping myself get to the next level and this all comes from the mindset of johnny rods teaching me <laughs> You learn more when you're in that teacher position. You learn more. One guy, let's say I'm the head trainer and I'm teaching 10 guys. Each guy's going to learn one thing that night, but the trainer just learned 10 things. Mm. So I always try to put myself in that position so I can learn more. I'm hungry for knowledge, man. Oh, man. So well that, that's my whole mindset behind that stuff, man. And it's a great cause, man. It's a great cause. That's another way of giving back to the community of wrestling, what you're doing with the uh, right. with the free-for-all. Now, to me, like, like the way that you're talking about it, like, I'm totally getting a lot of vibes of, like, one day you being a promoter, one day you owning your own wrestling school. Is that, like, down, down, down the road? Like, part of a part of what you want to do with your career after your in-ring career is over, obviously? Yeah, so one of my main goals in wrestling is to be remembered, but to also have a wrestling family. Like, my kids are into it. I have four kids. Mm-hmm. My oldest daughter is about to turn 15, uh, 15, and she wants to start training. And then I have oh, wow. my youngest son, who's four, who thinks he's a wrestler already. <laughs> so uh, I want them to be able to do this and do it the right way, because I learned at a very late age how to get involved. I, I'm from New York City. No one tells you you could go be stone cold. That's not a thing around here. Yeah. It's either pick up a baseball, or basketball, or go rap. And <laughs> yeah, for funny. me, when I found out I can learn how to be a wrestler, it was like the sky's the limit. And if I can help my kids get that knowledge of 
I can be a wrestler and I just have to work now to get it later. Maybe they'll get it quicker than I did. And of course, yeah, opening up a wrestling school is extremely something that's up my alley of what I want to do. And being a promoter, I don't know about being a promoter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not really my forte. Hey, listen, you, you never want to owe people money, man. Yeah, you, you've never. heard those stories, I'm sure, for people <laughs> yeah, in the locker room. <laughs> Side of the game, that's pretty tough. I'm on it actually. I run another company called Chosen Pro Wrestling, where I'm basically the the head. I'm the creative. I'm the promoter. I'm the okay. I mean, so 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 you're so you're you doing dabble. it now. You yeah. Dabble, so right. so I'm you're dabbling now. Just not the money. I'm I ain't counting that. Trainer, right. I'm the head trainer at the the shop with uh, Joel Maximo. So I'm, I'm obviously on that road already. But to have something set in stone and beat minds like somewhat of what Seth Rollins is doing where he started the school yeah, back. Mm-hmm. and that that's something that I definitely want to do down the road that's awesome yeah and you know it's funny you said your son is four years old you said right and, you, and he wants yeah, to be a wrestler now four, yeah. my my daughter's about to turn two in April and I've been giving her fake head buzz since she was like three months old but you know right. as a yeah. joke you yeah, know, you train them, right? It's funny because you know she got a great working my, punch, uh, right? <laughs> she, she, she can hit, but she actually she does watch. My daughter does watch. She yeah, likes, my daughter now. She goes ooh and ah, and she puts her hands up when she. My watches. daughter now is really cute. She'll say, "Okay, mommy, you come put me to sleep. Daddy, you watch wrestling," and I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> you're the best." I actually use my kids. I watch wrestling obviously with them, and I study with them to see what catches on. Ah, to see what catches on with an age group like with mm-hmm. my youngest my four-year-old i watch everything with him just to see what sticks because when i get to wwe i want to reach that kid audience so i want to see what touches with him like the other night we're sitting on the couch and i watch both products i watch AEW, i watch wwe mm-hmm. and uh, the other night he's, he puts on the wrestling game he's playing he's making me watch him play he starts playing with jinder mahal <laughs> like, that's wwe's reach man they, right. they have a different reach and, right. And don't you dare hinder gender. Don't hinder the gender. And actually, Jinder Mahal's music is the intro to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's, it's a small world. Great segue. (laughs) It's great segue. But I mean, like, 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 you know, I don't want to go off topic, but I mean, like, what a week he just had. I mean, well, what a what a two week, three weeks. I mean, a month, a month, a couple weeks ago, he got, you know, laid out by The Rock. And then he comes out and interrupts Seth Rollins. And next week he's a, you know, has a title uh def- uh, he's going yeah, for the match, title yeah. and then he gets yeah, an incredible uh, yeah it, and then he has a twitter fight with hook did you see what he wrote he was, goes, it, was it hook or uh with con with tony yeah yeah but he, he wrote like he wrote now wrestling twitter that's another yeah, freaking oh world man. He, oh my yeah God. he wrote he he wrote uh well tony con wrote something about hook and then he wrote who who the fuck is hook <laughs> 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 and I was like, see now, so so this is a great segue because, um, you know, you were trained by Johnny Rods at Gleason's Gym in Brooklyn, and he trained names like Tommy Dreamer, Devon Dudley, Damian Demento, Prince Nana from AEW, and Hook's father, Taz. So yeah. while you were at Gleason's Gym, had was there ever a time where you know you're training, you're you know getting you know used to the craft and walk here comes tommy dreamer walking right by you here comes taz walking right by you did you ever have a kind of like a moment with that while training yeah all the time man my first day i walked into the school and uh i don't know what to expect it's my first day i walk in and matt striker's just sitting in his office 
And I find out Matt Striker is going to be my first trainer for the day, Johnny Train Striker. Wow. And, uh, so that was like my first little introduction. So one day I was just sitting in the office talking to Johnny and, and walks Big Cass. Big Cass is somebody else that Johnny trained. Mm-hmm. Wow. And Big Cass just rolled around and trained with us that day. And Devon used to come in frequently. Dreamer used to stop by. Um, Damien Demento was always around. Um, there were so many guys, man. There's so many guys that Johnny has trained over the years that you wouldn't even guessed it. And just to rub elbows with that. And of course, just to be there with Johnny. Johnny's such a smart, intellectual man. He knows everything. He knows what he's doing. And then when he's training a wrestler, he teaches you how to be a man, not just how to be a wrestler. He knows how to fill in the blanks where you have to, if you're really going to make this work and wrestling is your passion and if he sees it in you, because sometimes you'll see the guys that just want to do it for the glory or guys that just want to do it for a hobby and do it on a Saturday and not do it anymore. He, he knows how to weed those guys out and the ones that he knows that want to turn this into a career. He'll give you it all. He'll give you all his knowledge and next thing you know, you're sitting there, you're on the phone with Devon and doing extra work for SmackDown and one of the things that Johnny always taught me was just to be professional and Stay off of online. That's why I'm not one of those guys you ever see like on wrestling Twitter and talking crap. Or mm. I'm not one of the guys that's on Facebook. I do my talking and my promos, my promos which I'm becoming infamous for, and that that's where I put my talking at. So, but he told he teaches you how to be professional and how to handle yourself amongst when you're backstage when you're in WWE you're amongst all those sharks, man. Like I I felt it especially like just being around a guy like Taz or Devon when they walk in they have an aura to them where it's you can tell they're shark man and that's one of the things that I grabbed from I'm so grateful from being at Johnny's just because of the mental side of this game if you're not prepared for it you're gonna get eaten alive. See that's that's the whole other side of you know professional wrestling. Right. That yeah, I mean, you won't know that until yeah, you step I, foot. I, in yeah, there. that or we talk to someone that that's been in the business. Because I mean, to be honest, me me and Alex, we we work in kitchens. Yeah, we're chefs. <laughs> we're chefs. <laughs> by, we're the by day. <laughs> chefs by day, struggling podcasters by night. Right. But you know, we're we're the complete opposite of 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 what the of what the profession is. And you know, I mean, we like to think we have that aura when yeah. we walk into work. See, what would be let hard... alone going into like a. Uh, uh, you know, what, yeah. What would be hard for me would be like if I'm training and you know here comes you know one of my idol or you know like the you know, yeah. if the if the Rock you know say if you're in the WWE and the Rock walks by you, Alex. Alex is a huge Rock fan. I'm a huge Taker fan. Like I don't I don't even know what to do. I I would be so giddy. Like I'd be like inside, just like <laughs> just, yeah, just just like a little schoolgirl. I you know what you, I mean? I'm crying. I'm, yeah. I'm literally well, not falling. That's it. Interesting facts though. When you first like started with Johnny, um, he teaches you the the new step of evolution, where it's like you know you, he shows you the evolution chart, and then huh. he's like at the end of this evolution chart, you're a man. You're a man that's sitting in the audience watching the ring, and the next stage of evolution is going over that guardrail sliding your way into a wrestling ring and <laughs> when you get into that wrestling ring that's when the fan dies so there's a lot of us that wow. like suppress that fan wow. so the fan of us we kind of we knock it out that's where that term mark comes from right. any guy that's still a wrestler and he's still a fan he gets called a mark you kind of get belittled for it in our business but all of us are still marks at heart and we all keep it it's just all about how well we suppress it so when you start training it gets into you right. pretty fast like, you, yeah. time, you don't even know him he's just a guy hello sir shake your hand and you keep walking yeah 
it gets being into us. I remember when I faced Bobby Lashley the first time. I admire the brick, crap out of Bobby brick Lashley. Brick house that guy is. Oh, my God. I was scared, man. Yeah. And he's a teddy bear. He's a sweetheart. And you grew up in I, New York, so he scared you? Yeah, I was going to. That's got to be a new kind. New kind of that person over there. Robot. He's a walking robot. He's <laughs> like God. built out of stone. Yeah. And it looks insane. And but just that was such a great experience for me. I, I always uh that experience to when CM Punk on his documentary said when he was on the Indies he got to face Eddie Guerrero very early on in his career. And that was his measuring stick of can I make it? Mm. And I, I was six months into the business when I faced Bobby Lashley, and that was the Jesus moment for me. Where I was like, I can do this for a living. I can turn this into a Man. career. Wow! I, so that that was a huge moment for me. So it's it's little things like that where it's like if I was still a fan and I was still the mark, I probably would have blew that whole chance. <laughs> <laughs> I would have blew the whole chance. I would have blew it, man. I got I got to admit, if I ever face Randy Orton, I'll probably mark out a little bit. Oh yeah, and he's one I, of my guys. Yeah, I mean, come on, guys. dude. <laughs> Randy's awesome, man. A quadruple time Hall of Famer Randy. for sure Randy down Orton. the line. I mean, come yeah. on. Oh my god. You know what's really funny about Randy Orton? I mean, like, but that's I, the measuring stick. Randy Orton's the measuring stick for a lot of. Well, he's, he's, he is. What is he? Six eight? He's yeah, tall as hell. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's huge, man. He's huge. Yeah, he can put the. He he's like the humble bumble and Rudolph. So, he so, can put the light on the top of the tree. You know, it's really funny, PJ. Like on this podcast, like we we've we've talked about the Rock coming back to WrestleMania since like episode three, and we're in episode one seventy one. But you know, things that we talk about, you know, we talk about underappreciated wrestlers and undervalued wrestlers and everything like that. And it's funny you bring up Brandy Orton, and I kind of feel like. I don't know, Alex, if you'd agree with me. Maybe PJ, you do too. Like, do you kind of, I kind of feel like Randy, I'm not going to say he gets forget about, but like people, oh yeah, like, you know, Ric Flair 16 time, John Cena 16 time. A lot of people forget that Randy Orton's a 14 time world heavyweight champion. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, looking at it now. I think I, he's on record this week of saying that he wanted uh, Cena to be his last match or to win the championship off of him for to break the record. To break the record, yeah. He just said something like that this week. I, I'm ready to catapult Orton over Cena in, in my uh, in my chart, in my yeah, opinion. Honestly, I, think, I don't think he's underrated. I think a lot of the wrestling, especially the fan base, yeah. I think we take him for granted. Yep. Like we're witnessing something that's probably never going to be done again. It's recency it's bias because we see him all the time. Years yeah. At the top of his game. Mm-hmm. And it's just something that we're looking at going, oh, that's normal when it's not. And I, I think in five years from now, we're going to call Randy Orton the greatest wrestler that ever lived. Yeah, we're going like, to we're gonna miss the hell out of that guy. <laughs> I know. Like, sure. But like when God. you really think about it, him, like think about it. His, he's, he's, you know, his whole family, his grandfather, his father, him, wrestlers. Evolution, legacy, fourteen-time champion. Like you really like yep. think about everything with him, and like you think about how much he still has left and that in the 08, tank. Oh eight, oh nine, bald head, yeah, like, snake in the Psycho grass, Randy. Like, Psycho Randy. And, oh my god, you know him, <laughs> him, and like Kevin Owens to me are like the first two guys I think about that can flip from a face to a heel. Just like, like real quick. I think they're like low key psychopaths. Yeah, you know what I <laughs> you mean. Know, that like, works. It works. <laughs> it's, it, it's funny. You know, I just wanted to get that off my chest about Randy, just because it's. You oh, know, I know PJ talked about him. Thank you like, for saying what needed to be it, said. It had, to, it had to be said. You know what I mean? It it really had to be said. So, um, listen, PJ. You know, you know, we really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Um, it really means a lot to us to have. A professional wrestler who's been in the business and can talk about the business and, and cares and, so and much cares about it. And so much cares and, more about like giving back and, and exactly you know, 
you know, getting, you know, than getting his due, let's say, yeah. you know, just wants to give back. And I mean, that everybody should kind of strive to do shit like that, you know, you know, and like, to be honest, you're probably the sixth or seventh wrestler that we've interviewed. And I think this, well, I know that for the first time we're getting the, the, um, perspective of what the wrestler actually gives back to the fan. I feel like a lot of our interviews were just talking about the wrestler and like their history and everything, but you know, just to get your experience and you know your knowledge of, about how you're giving back to the wrestling community with the free for all and you know you talking about what's coming like through you know through the curtain, we really appreciate that and thank you so much. No, man, thank you, thank you guys for bringing it up, but also just thank the fans in general, and I want there to be more fans. I want I want AEW, I want WWE to break all the rating records. I, I want it to become mainstream again. Yeah. I want it to be bigger than the Super Bowl. Because wrestling does change lives, man. It gives us a way to live. It, it gives us a way to give back. It gives that kid that's sick in the hospital a reason to smile. Yeah. It, it gives me and my family a reason to go. We could build a legacy out of nothing. There's so much that wrestling gives to us, man, and I'm so grateful to be in the business. I'm so grateful to be doing it. I'm so grateful to have a chance to make this my, my career and get to a big company like WWAW. So I'm on track for that, and uh, I can't wait to do it, man. But thank you guys, because if it wasn't for you guys, this wouldn't be possible, you know? Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't. I don't know what I would be doing. I'll probably be a chef. I'll probably be with you guys. Yeah. Hey. I'll, I'll be hanging out. Believe, believe me. Cooking, bro. I but, yeah, I listen. Wrestling, I'll be a chef. You know, man. Easier said than done, my friend. Believe me. You know, <laughs> I, I can't wait. Listen. I feel, listen. I'm 35, but I feel like I'm 65. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm I mean, you can vouch for this with the, all the... Oh, the, yeah. You know, you bumps. only got so many bumps left, they say, right? I want to so, take one like, bump, though. <laughs> we got a bump card. We got a bump card. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like it's funny on my on my uh, you know Your bucket list. on my bucket list. My number one thing is taking a bump in in a wrestling ring. That is my ne- yeah. running the ropes slash taking a bump slash Undertaker giving me a tombstone is like <laughs> um it is on my bucket list of things. Hey, aim high. <laughs> a- aim high. Let's make this happen. Let's make, this happen. Yeah, Let's make it happen. That's it. Let's man. make it happen. Get in touch with me after the podcast. We'll talk. But I got a couple shows coming up. Let's I would love to yes. take a bump. Let's get you to tie in. Let's get you guys to tie in. Absolutely. And oh, hell yeah. Before the show, we'll film something and oh get you to God. take a bump, run the ropes, and maybe you even come out with me for my match. No, you know what? Wow. Like, Tom wants to say, this is where I go. So yeah. Tom wants to take the bump. I want to run the ropes. I want to do that too. I want to break down the ring. I want to put that shit together. I want to just feel Let's like go. I made come it matter. On, yeah. it you want to break the ring down with me still laying in it because I'll be probably my whole body's gonna oh, hurt wait. from taking one like, bump like uh jimmy uso did on smackdown a couple weeks ago yes we just laid in the ring <laughs> yeah that was he just, amazing that he was just, out of this world he just laid in the ring so what uh so pj what do you got to plug what do you got coming up Get, give us uh what, what's the next month for you like yeah you take you know the next month is crazy man the next month i'm down in north carolina this weekend oh i'm wow. back up in uh, delaware next week um that's uh, uh not to be hasn't been announced. It's a surprise appearance next weekend. Um, nice. I got uh, I got a, I'm booked every weekend until May. Right now, I'm really blessed. Yeah. Some of these weekends are booked three or four times. 
So 2024 starting off really well. But if you want to catch me anywhere, you catch me at Wrestling Is Now. That's a promotion. Go follow that promotion. Everything they do is amazing. It's run mm-hmm. by the Maximos, the world famous SAT. Go check out Titan Championship Wrestling. It's my home. It's where I'm the face of the company. Go check out Invictus Pro Wrestling. Invictus Pro Wrestling is coming back in March. I March seen. 22nd. Yep. yep. They have two they're shows, March and April. Back, think, right? They're back in New York City. Um, so check out those three companies. Check out my social. PJ Savage, everything. Go subscribe and like the YouTube channel. All of it helps. And uh, man, yeah, just check me out. Follow me on anything you want to see. Stay up to date with PJ Savage. Just check out the Instagram or the TikTok. I'm always up to date on those oh, things, man. Nice. So now, all the support is, is, is well welcome. Of course. Now, do you have a? Are you going to be in Philly for Mania weekend? Is there any events you're you're running out there? I or? am going to be in Philly Mania weekend. Nothing's uh, been announced yet, so I can't announce anything. No problem. But you can no problem. guarantee. PJ Savage will be a part of WrestleMania weekend. Well, well, well Tom and I, yeah. yeah, so so will we. We got we got the two day ticket, so uh, yeah, we'll be out gonna, there all weekend. We're gonna be so. in Philly all weekend too. Oh, that's awesome, so. man! I can't wait to see you guys out there, man. Yeah, so man. you know what's gonna happen is you know the next time we see you at your show and I take that one bump, <laughs> um, I, I I I I expect to get my fucking ch- Titan Championship Wrestling uh, Heavyweight Championship match just, booked for the main okay. event oh, against oh, you. Just, oh, just like gender. Got I just, just don't get, don't just hinder the don't hinder the gender. Don't <laughs> hinder. I already know I'm a beach, you know, just music during the yeah. match. Yeah, it's probably. <laughs> I'll go, where, where, where's Tom at? He's pissing his pants outside in the corner. <laughs> oh, my God. Hold right. uh, on, he needs uh, a cigarette break. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, so once again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Titan Championship Wrestling, a funhouse heavyweight champion, PJ Savage, once again, thank you so much uh, for coming on the pod. And um, I will. Uh, we're going to be talking to you after the pod's over. Uh, we wanted to see if you can do a little... Um, episode intro for us so we can play that on oh our, yeah god uh, please we need a new one yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bother you for a little uh intro plug after the pod's over but uh we're gonna hit you up after but again once again thank you so much pj and yeah, uh it was a wonderful time talking to you man i appreciate it man thank you guys so much for having me on. no problem man thank take you. care thank you thank you so All much right, have a good one, guys. thanks you too bye that was awesome wow now that was, um, yeah, PJ Sav is a real dude. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude. like you know, going back, you know, you can go back to our episodes wherever you get your podcast. But I mean, the names that we've interviewed, we interviewed fucking WWE Hall of Famers, we interviewed guys in ECW, WCW, and uh, we've interviewed you know independent wrestlers before Anthony Bennett, um, you know Mike oh, yeah, Verna, yeah, yeah. Um, but. That was a good interview. Yeah. Um, that was definitely the most down-to-earth professional wrestler that we've talked to on this podcast, in my opinion. Yeah. And most of his time was talking about how he gives back to the community known as professional wrestling. And, like, that's what I, you know, as a wrestling fan, we, you know, a lot of them share a similar story. But, like, my, my thing I want to hear from wrestlers is exactly what he, the story he was telling. Mm-hmm. Giving back. Um, you know, and what you do and why it's important to you. And, you know, he, he gave us all the goods there and, yeah. you know, we were very appreciative. So PJ, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, um, that, that's awesome. Anytime we interview anybody, it's awesome. It's just like, Oh, they want to talk to us. Like I was rushing 
to get the hell out of work today. <laughs> I'm down like two people today. I'm on salad station, which I'm never on. Uh, Garmanje. <laughs> and I'm doing everything. And I'm like, All right, guys, I got to go. I got an interview for my pot. I got to go. I got to go. Did you make any fruit roses of any kind? No, I or don't anything? do that shit. <laughs> I can't. Garmanje is not my jam. Right. It's probably my weakest spot. Absolutely. I'm so, I'm so glad I didn't have that on my shelf. I'm test. so messy with salads. I'm just uh, throw shit everywhere. I just throw of. shit everywhere. I mean, you're gonna mix it up anyway. I mean, I I started working in Italian restaurants where it's basically you know. Ah, uh, yeah. The, did you ever see? <laughs> you put you put you take a piece of ham, you put the cheese in it, you roll it, you slice it up, boom, chef's out. Did you ever see? <laughs> <laughs> did you ever see the episode of Family Guy where they're in the pizzeria and uh, oh the Bobbity Booby? Yeah, with yeah. the uh, what he's talking about. Hey, let's just give him a salad. What's in a salad from a pizzeria? Right. Oh, you know, it's a whole head of iceberg, not even chopped. Yep, whole can of olives. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a carrot in there. <laughs> that was like me making salads yeah. growing up. That's a that salad. was very me making salads. I mean, you make what you you make what you know. Absolutely. Um, no, that was a wonderful interview. I appreciate PJ having you on. Um, yeah, but. The other half of this episode, or the other part of this episode, I guess you can say, um, two weeks away, or two weeks from Saturday, is the Royal Rumble. Now, I know two weeks ago we told you that we were going to give you a preview, so here it is. Um, and there it is. Click goodbye. And there it is. Goodbye. Um, something happened on Raw, which is kind of interesting, Damn. that not a lot of people are talking about. Seth Rollins is hurt, apparently. Hurt his left knee. Uh, is that the same one he had? With Kane, I yeah. believe so. Oh, boy. Um, now I haven't, I haven't. We don't know what the injury is. Of course, have, you probably dove in a little deeper than I did in the dirt. But <laughs> I, I didn't bathe today. I, I, I didn't. Bathe I didn't bathe for two weeks. I haven't bathed. Oh god! I, oh. I smell. I reek, and it's not of awesomeness. I reek of awesomeness because <laughs> I normally reek of the dirt that lies in the right. pillars and the caves of the sheets of the dirt sheets. Uh, Melter's taint. Yes, lies my head, but it's not. <laughs> well, we go from the interview to that. To Jesus that, Christ. yeah, six to midnight. Um, I haven't read much. All I know is that he had to have help to get back to the yes, back. And then he said and he, then he was, was limping. limping afterward on his own. Yes. So Limping on his own. I haven't seen anything. I also haven't been on my phone so, today. So. Say if he can't wrestle. Say if he has to give up the title. I'm just I'm just talking. Because remember, wrestling changes in the drop of a dime. Yeah. Rest, wrestling changes in, in the drop of a dime. Yeah. And what what would happen if he had to give up the title? Are you are we gonna go back to when Triple H won the Rumble? WrestleMania leading into WrestleMania mm. thirty two? Where he was the champion and Roman beat him that night to, to take the title. Are we are we gonna go down that route? Because remember, Damien is still lurking in the shadows. Well, so that's the out. They played us like a fiddle the other night. By the they way, pl- I played the stinking town like a fiddle. Kevin like the, Kevin like Dunn leaves. They changed the screen. If you didn't notice at Raw, right? The, the Titan Tron's, the Titan Tron's different. You know, I haven't really been paying attention to that. It's, the present, it's, the presentation you can see is slightly different. They're doing, especially zooming in from far to, uh, from out to in mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, 
I haven't had any issues. I don't feel like having a seizure because there's not too many cuts. Yeah. Do you notice that they're doing more backstage stuff that's not at the arena? Yes. Kind of. And that's the just... that's the NXT thing that Triple H is yeah. bringing back yep. uh, down or, or bringing up. I mean, it fits. It does. It, it, it does. Just helps kind of. Um, I don't want to say suspend disbelief because that's for the opposite of what we're trying to say. It helps play into the belief of mm -hmm. what they're trying to get across, what story they're trying to tell. Yeah. And, you know, the, the storylines have just been so good. Some things have been floundering a little bit. I mean, the the bloodline situation is a little weak. There is no situation. But a lot of this can be said, uh, and it's same thing with Judgment Day, although our truth is doing the Lord's work mm -hmm. because they're even selling the shirt, and they're even trying to make the Mattel baby Judgment Day. Did you see that from Fig Heel? They're, no. They're trying to make the uh, – the Judgment Day, but the babies. Oh yeah, of all of them, I oh god, please, this this is great stuff. But they're also kind of floundering. But Judgment I Day, I think a lot of this has to do with there's no pay per view. It's the season. December to it's just that. It's the season. season. Now so think about it. Of course they got to give you stuff, and, and some of the stuff does matter, especially what Damien Priest did to uh to Truth. Yeah, you know, it choke slammed him. Kind of got a little bit serious. Um, I mean, and with it, you know yeah. with with uh the rumble a week away so like i get it now now you kind of technically now we start tapping on the gas none like of it. them have matches at the rumble have they declared at the moment no no Rhea hasn't declared that she's wrestling anybody finn and damien haven't put up the title belts against anybody yeah there's no sign of dominic mysterio putting his name into the hat <laughs> tom and nick <laughs> tom and nick <laughs> um and that's a shirt yes it is um, I mean, they're just printing money now, and it, it, that's the entertainment and the comedic part that R-Truth still has plenty of left in the tank, and that's what, you know, maybe that's just the boost that they want to do right now leading into WrestleMania season, which is technically now, in yeah. my opinion. Some people think it's the second that the credits end at the Royal Rumble. To me, it's probably January 2nd is WrestleMania season. The day after the New Year's, when you kind of see everything get ramped up, and right now, I mean, the the WWE, you know, they 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 did play us like a fiddle because you know everyone's talking about oh wow there's extra pyro now on Monday Night Raw. I wonder why. People said, oh, is Jinder really going to do it? Is uh, Damian going to cash in? He's going to cash in soon. And I'm telling you right now, if the theory that I had comes into play. Can you... Uh, you can punch me in the balls on the next podcast. Well, okay, so I need you to reiterate to uh, I, the rest I, of the crowd, so so it, the so fans, what that, that basically the theory was in this at the time. I thought it was going to be Randy and Rock, but now it's a four way. The Rock costs Roman the title in some way, and then Damian Priest cashes in on that person and wins. <sighs> Damian Priest walks out of Royal Rumble as the World Heavyweight Champion. Wow, I wouldn't have seen that coming. Yes. And then Cody Rhodes beats him after winning the Chamber. This is all because of Seth Rollins as the champion going into Mania, and CM Punk wins the Rumble. Okay, now everybody's happy. <clears throat> Rock and Roman, Priest and Rhodes, and Punk and Rollins, and then everyone's like, "Oh, well, what about you Seth? Still... I mean, what about uh, well, Randy? Randy against Solo?" Yeah. And we saw a preview of that Correct. last week yes. when Solo gave the Samoan Spike to Randy Orton. Yeah, that was step one. Of my plot to take over the world of professional wrestling. <laughs> to take over the world. To take over the world. Right. So, um, I mean, I'm going to jump in right now. My pick, you asked me this question three months ago. Gunther, Gunther, Gunther. 
to win the Rumble. The Rumble. Okay. Well, that's out of left field now. Yes, it I is. Mean, because a couple Brock, months ago, because that Brock, was almost penciled in. Brock's coming for you. Got it. Um, Brock is coming back for you. That's such a, you know, and that's such a great avenue to go that's down. That's such a phenomenal opening match of night two. Brock and Gunther. Let them go for 35. Just let them cook. Let them cook. Seriously, well, I mean, cook. as long as Brock can go, but yeah. He can go 30. I think. He'll look like an apple, but he can go 30. <laughs> <laughs> he can go 30. I wasn't ready for that one. I think he can. So I think he can. Yeah. Put that opening night too. Yep. Boom. Night two. Yeah. Gunther and, and Brock. Do the do the job. Go home. That's there it. you go. That's it. See you later. Next flight to start Minnesota the car. or uh, Canada. Yep. Typical Hulk Hogan match. Leg drop, start the car, go home. You know what I mean? Yep. That's it. Um, CM Punk, the, the second that he came back, and the second that you saw Seth Rollins' reaction... It changed the whole... Changed the yep. entire scape of what I thought the Royal Rumble was going to be. Plan B, because I don't think they had... That was plan A. Was uh, you know, I think plan Gunther. A was Gunther. But Hands uh, down. plan B, they kind of fell into their lap, and it just worked out in their favor, and it's kind of hard not to go with the hot hand. Just feed them. Feed the hot feed hand. It. Feed the hot and hand. And it's funny, because they can dial back to all the promos from when he was there the first time, saying, all I want to do is main event WrestleMania and win the Royal Rumble, and yada, yada, yada. And you know what? We're going to see that happen in front of our eyes. Why? Because he's still... Sooner, sooner rather than later. Because he is still over. He hasn't wrestled one televised match yet. He's not on... He, see, they're doing right, this the right way. Yeah. They're doing this the right way. He's not on TV every single week. Mm-hmm. They're doing this there the on smart Monday. way. Right. The first time he came out, they limited him to seven minutes of talking. Then the next time he came out, it was more and more Here, it, and it's gradually the dog grew. With the leash, yes. Yeah. So then, when he finally put his name into the mix of the rumble, that was like a 16, 17 minute promo. So they're they're lining it kind of the way that they want to do it. Yeah, and I feel like that's and he also kind of needs to get his bearings back too. I mean, you know, yeah. it, it's it's. For his benefit as well. That's the difference between WWE and AEW. It's good management and bad management. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we know this from where yeah. we've worked over the years. AEW. Tony Khan calls out Jinder Mahal for no reason. He he, he helped Jinder makes him a star again overnight. And then you hear all the fans like Jinder was is a good talent, and I mean like he can talk. Yeah, he can do. He can he, back it up. He checks a lot of those boxes. He was the former WWF champion, right? The WWE whether, champion. Wh- whether you like it or not, and he it, had a what six month run? Yeah, I was right? gonna From say June to November. Yeah, I was gonna or say end of like uh, five months, five October? or six months. I was five, like, I was gonna say about five months. It yeah, because it was right before yeah. Survivor Series. It wasn't five days. It was like five months. No, yeah. it was a chicken shit heel. I mean, he played the role and he did the and he, damn. And he, he beat Randy role. Orton to, to to take that. Yeah. And he just made his star, or he made his stock grow three thousand percent more overnight. So, yeah. Tony Khan, thank you. Um, so, I mean, I figure I'm gonna start off with this Rumble preview, basically saying that which is you know it's great, but it's like nothing's outside of like there is no other predictable winner. Yeah, except CM Punk. I mean, look at the names. Logical. You got Cody Rhodes. Logical. Logical, Logical winner than CM Punk now. Cody Rhodes, no. Gunther, your time is Somebody, past. Bobby, yeah. no. Shinsuke, no. You know, yeah. we're going to get... For the men to win, because I'm, I'm also thinking Chamber right next month for a man. It's easy for Cody to win the Chamber. Cody's going to win the Chamber, so it's a raw. What day is man. that? Is that March 4th? No, it's in February. It's fe- February yeah, it's Saturday. 20th. But the fuck, February, it's gonna start February at like, uh, 24th, 4.30 4 in the morning. Thir- yeah. For, I'll be up. I'll be, no, I'm gonna get up. I'm off. It's Saturday. Perfect. But, like. You wanna make pancakes? 
pancakes? Would he the rock? <laughs> well, he could be there. You never know. Oh, look, and speaking of uh, Titan there... Championship Wrestling, they just put up uh, during their, the, their free fall. They just uh, posted on mm-hmm. Facebook about it. That was good that we had the plug in there for it. Yes, yeah, perfect. Right on time, too. You, you know what's really funny? This is why what, what we just talked about is the number one reason why the WWE won't have the rock in, in Australia. You want someone to wake up in America, in California, oh. at 4 o'clock in the morning, because it'll be 7 o'clock here, to watch The Rock wrestle his first match. Even and, even earlier in California. Well, I'm saying if it's 7 o'clock it's like East midnight. Coast. No, it's like but, 1 o'clock midnight? Well, no. If, if it starts 4.30 Eastern East time. Oh, yeah. So well. when it's 7 o'clock here, like two and a half hours into the show, three hours early was 4 in the morning in California. So if I wanted to watch Elimination Chamber from California, I would have to wake up at 1.30 in the morning, West Coast time. Yeah. That is disgusting. I wouldn't even go to sleep. I would just stay up. That's why, come to think of all now, there's no reason that, the, the first of all, the WWE would never do that. I think, obviously, they respect The Rock too much and his legacy to say, hey, Rock, you're going to wrestle in Australia, and by the way, you're going to be on at 7 o'clock in the morning. I mean, listen, Come on, crazier dude. things have happened. You can never put it out. I can't see it. I don't want it to. I, I don't want it to. I can't see it like that. As mm-hmm. a selfish person, I just want it to happen. Plus, 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 Roman has not even been advertised for that show. They just announced that CM Punk will be there. Yeah. They haven't announced Roman Reigns' name at all. It's he's still not a even month away. Yeah, I know, but he's not even scheduled to be there. That show will be taken over by the Elimination Chamber match, which Cody would win. Mm-hmm. And and Rhea's match. Yeah. Where Rhea has and to go Grayson up against. And Grayson Waller will be there. Yeah, Rhea has to go up against. Bronson uh, Reed, you'll see there too. Nia Jax. Yeah, that's a smart she'll, move Because she for has her. to get... She has to. She has to she get She can't the go up against, like, a Becky. No. And because they're going to boo her. Yes. And they're going to cheer Rhea. I mean, yes. it is what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, a smart person does that. Mm. Circle takes a square promoter. Mm. I like that. Eh, I try. So, obviously, I, I'm going with CM Punk. I feel like you're in the same boat as me. How how do you not? How do you not? How, I, name, like, name me two other people who you think it would be. Like, I can't. I mean... Because it doesn't make any sense the fa- going I into... think they were giving odds. And I think CM Punk is like plus 300 to win the Royal Rumble. Plus 300? Or th- minus, minus three, three, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, I'm not betting that. No. It's a it's a fool's bet. It's a fool's bet. Yeah. I mean, plus 300 may be like Bobby Lashley or plus 700 Bobby Lashley. You know what I mean? But remember, there's only like six or seven names that have actually declared themselves r- yeah, Rumble Sh- eligible. Shinsuke. Shinsuke, Bobby, Bobby Cody, Cody. Drew. Uh, and Punk. Uh, surprise appearances. Well, well, you know, we'll have more. You know, we, we're, you know, we're still a week mm-hmm. and a half away. We'll have more, yeah. Um, coming from this fr- tomorrow and uh, Monday, and then yes. following Friday. Surprise appearances. What do you think? Ooh. Andrade. Oh God, yeah, absolutely. Has Got to it. be yep. Andrade. Yep. There's word on the street. Uh, Trinity. I can't so, believe I'm so saying Naomi. this. I can't believe I'm talking about this. Uh, X Pac maybe doing a guest appearance. I mean, what it. Just, take, it, take it how you will. Just it's just, just a, stay off my TV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got, all know. We all, we, listen, listen. We all know you're tight with Triple H. You don't got to fucking tell us anymore. Okay. Yeah. Just stay off my television. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to see you giving a Bronco Buster at fucking 52 years old because that's all you're going to do. You're going to blow your he's nutsack gonna, out. He's going to come out between four and seven, right? Early. Yeah. He's going to come out early. 
park the car, start the car, and go home. No, keep the car running. Yeah, keep the car running. <laughs> I'll run you over with the fucking car. Right, I'm going right. to Tawala. I'll run you coffee. over with the car. Yeah, you know, <laughs> right. like I just or sheets because yeah, in Florida. I but. just you know, ah, oh God, what? Out of like out of all the names you can think of, like I'm hitting the Tom Rand button right and now. And then like and like you know what? You want to oh, took the glasses off. You want to know what a scene is going to happen to? Tell me this isn't typical WWE. If X Pac comes out, tell Do me you who bleach your eyebrow. No. Oh, you're tell, just turning like Brock Lesnar. Yeah, no. Apple, tell me, tell me, shade. tell me if you're booking what the Royal Rumble. Fingers? Why are your fingers red? Uh, they're just uh, irritated by the cold weather. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I get no. It happens all the time when when it gets really cold. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, I feel bad for you. Oh no, it's fine. It was much worse. I had like. He's got fingers like Freddy Krueger right now. No, it's not that bad. No. Um. Knowing the WWE, they'll have the road dog come out after after X Pac. Yeah, they'll have the little DX X-Pac. thing, yeah, yeah. and then you know, I mean, obviously Triple H can't wrestle. He has a fucking defibrillator or whatever he has in his in his heart, pacemaker. Yeah. But um, knowing the WWE, they would do something like that. Whatever. So Punk and Punk for so, us. Yeah, I can't I can't think of it any other way. <sighs> Gunther doesn't make any a lick of sense. It doesn't because it doesn't factor it doesn't. into anything they're trying. It really to do. doesn't. Any main, main plans. I mean, you know. I know that he just had a kid, but I don't want him to get the Roman Reigns treatment. He has to wrestle more. Gunther does. He, does. Yeah. he has to wrestle more. They also, I mean, they were doing a decent job of a stat. What I thought at the time was establishing that um, mid-card. And now with him making less and less appearances, yeah, he had the kid. And, and kudos to them for giving him time because we know they used to have to be back in like a day mm-hmm. for shit like that. Um but like, yeah, they got to get him on the show. He came back what last week? Yeah. Um, I think he'll be on the show next week. I think they got something planned. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's got to get back on because he's got to kind of get the ball rolling. And I think we'll do that. I mean, I, I think we'll get subtle hints at Brock. I have a name in mind after Mania for him to go up against, and because he'll still be the champion. He needs to defend that fucker in all, in Australia, hands down. Yeah. I have a name out there. I think it's uh, Jey Uso is going to be the big challenger for him. No, well, we thought about that a while back. Mm-hmm. You know, we thought uh, Jey would be his time to win that championship. Yeah. Because um, I think he to does. dethroning. He Luther. needs singles gold. He does. I do think so. And, you know, I think LA Knight does too, but that's why I feel like he'll go for the U.S. title against uh, Logan Paul at Mania, mm. in my opinion. Um, even though there's a lot of talk about uh LA Knight and Solo at Mania I heard but doesn't really make for Solo to face LA Knight or for Solo to face like Randy Orton and beat Randy Orton like how he beat John Cena Yeah you don't That's go from beating statement. John Cena you like can't. that to to beating LA which, Knight which which just which just negative yeah. but no offense LA Knight yeah um yeah. that just gives <laughs> yeah that just that just well. gives the my the analysis oh, or the Tom, theory. Oh, Tom, just checking in. Did you yeet today? Yeet, yeet, yeet. Uh, women's Royal Rumble. This Bailey. is tough now. Bailey. Nope, I don't have to think about it. Bailey? Yep, Bailey. Okay. What about Becky? <sighs> Let's think about this now. No, because she doesn't the, need it. The, the seed was planted this past No, Monday. I know that. I know that. It's like she just doesn't need it. Like, that's... What you now low key have the chamber for, right? It's the mm-hmm. oh god, forgive me, the poor man's rumble win in that sense. That's because, nothing wrong because saying Because they've it. turned it into that. 
They have. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, I... Just I, like how they turned the money in the bank into a novelty act. Yeah. It's a novelty act. Yeah. You, back in the day when mm. it went... <laughs> I stuttered and I said yeet. Um, back in the day when that was introduced, if you won the money in the bank, you were going to be a champion. Uh, yeah, I mean, and they purposely dropped the win rate, um, you know, to kind of give it more... Yeah. Uh, more of a, like, oh, you don't know which way it's going to go, but now they've kind of bastardized it mm -hmm. with some of the people I think and the I, way they've lost. I, I, mean, I think it's also Corbin, who has Jesus. it. It's like, you know, when Damian Sandow won it, did you really think he was going to beat John Cena for the title? <laughs> no. When When Baron Corbin won, do you think he was going to beat John Cena for the title? When fucking Otis won, you think Otis is going to run down, cash it in his little lunchbox? No. Yeah. Damian Priest are building him up as this big guy in this face of the company because of the way they're portraying him with the briefcase. He has to get going. He has to. He has to cook. A lot of guys have to cook right now because right now, well, this is this is the season so to cook. Is the time you gotta you gotta cook now. So I mean, if the WWE really pulled the trigger on Becky Lynch winning the Rumble, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I really wouldn't be surprised because that gives you what? That gives you another notch on her belt, being the first two time two time women's. Uh, Royal Rumble winner, and I mean, okay. if somebody's gonna do it, might as well have it be her. Because even if Charlotte didn't get hurt, I don't think it would have been Charlotte. No, it would have been Charlotte. She would have had a better chance, obviously. I'm not, but I, 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 I'm going with my pick. Is Bailey. you're gonna go with Bailey? Yeah, I didn't even have to think about that one. Okay, she's um, very deserving. Mm -hmm. Hasn't won it. It's new. I don't think we're quite there yet for a two-time winner. And I'll tell you what, mm -hmm. I think the first two-time winner will be Bianca. Really? Yeah. Before Becky. Not Rhea? Not Charlotte? No, I think it's Bianca. Oscar. I think it's her game and her game to play. That means that if if the theory that we have in our heads is comes out true, which is Bian uh, Bailey and Becky having the title matches at Mania, that means that one name we haven't talked about was Bianca. Yeah, I mean, she just might have another program. I hate to say it. With Jade Cargill. Boom. Boom. <laughs> pen, yeah, you know, you lose Charlotte, Charlotte and you pencil her you in. You pencil in Bianca. You do it. You do it earlier than you were going to. Yeah, you have right? to. So, yeah, you have to. But I mean, no better place than that. Man. I mean, for me, it's a it's a flip of a coin with with Becky. You're making moments, right? Yeah, Mania is all about moments. That's what we talk about. Yeah, you don't remember most cards, but you remember moments. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's a flip of a coin with Becky and Bailey, only because. We'll see how much momentum. Either either one can really win the slow. chamber. They are. They yeah. Either one can win burn. the chamber because they're they're it's a it's really a slow burn right now with the Bailey stuff. Like you see the seeds and they planted yeah. it actually months ago uh, at um, War Games Survivor Series. Um, wow, I referenced it as War Games first and not Survivor Series. That's mm -hmm. bad. WWE, we got to fix that. Um, but you know you've seen that and it's kind of slowly going you start to see the kind of the mean girl she's getting mean girled right now mm -hmm. um low key you can't sit with us yeah and yeah. dakota's just fanning the flame man fanning it and just pouring gas on that shit um and bailey's like what <laughs> like oh and um you know i think her time is coming so we'll see what happens tomorrow and then for sure next friday to mm -hmm. see if there's a little bit of an uptick in that storyline. Because you can always have Bailey throw out a couple members of damage control during the rumble. Yeah, yeah, of course. And that keep you know, that will keep, keep the storyline going. Remember we talk about, you know, a, a new stories being established mm -hmm. for Mania season at the Rumble, which is kinda like 
death taxes, and then that happens. Because she can keep in limbo who she picks to face at the Rumble, because technically she can pick from Rhea, EO, or she can pick from uh, the NXT Women's Champion, too. Yeah, and Lara I Valkyrie. mean... Um, so, I mean... What the, what I like about what, what Bailey could do and what's more fun is, like, you know, B- Becky and, and Rhea, you can start it tomorrow and it makes sense, right? You don't yeah. you don't need time for that. Same thing with the Cody stuff. We were talking about this the last episode. He doesn't need that much time. He already established that. I mean, Becky Lynch Now he's jumping back yeah. into it. Becky Lynch is a name that... The, is you know, such she a, means business. It's such a credible name that... Yeah. You know, she can just go up and face the champion. And That's why a chamber and, and win nobody, for her. And nobody would really say anything. Yeah, you know, a chamber uh, win for her. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a month out from WrestleMania, a month and a week or so at that point in February. And, um, you know, she doesn't need all that uh, time in between. Bailey can do this as a slow burn slowly toss a couple members out or accidentally get rid of a member she bumps mm-hmm. into some however which way she bumps into Oscar and, Oscar and then the apron. She, they can keep building they can keep picking on her and whatever and then it can kind of all culminate at the end of a match in at the chamber or something and it could, she can be on the fence she can keep Rhea and well I guess maybe she wouldn't have EO on the hook until EO does something and is like you know what now I'm calling. Now I want your title. And then that's how it can go. But that can mm-hmm. play out between now and the end of the chamber. And then yeah. go on from there. That works. I mean, to or me. Or just have it e- even slower burn. We don't know who our opponent is until, like, let's say th- three weeks out. Because, you know, you got to do promotional shit. Well, I mean, like, I kind of feel like that she's going to she's gonna pick EO before chamber. Because then, oh, okay. because, so because, you, because then you can so sell the chamber being okay. The women's chamber faces Rhea Ripley at. Got it. Okay, at, so you're, uh, it's not going to be an unknown. No. Okay, that's fair. That's so, true. So, I didn't think about that. So Becky's going to go into elimination chamber, win the chamber in in Rhea's hometown, basically. Hmm. I mean, that's going to draw heat. I mean, I think Rhea. Gets heat, but she gets cheers too. Uh, she's getting cheer. I don't think she's gonna garner any booze. No, because the last time no, they were in Australia, Australia. No. I'm just talking in a normal city. Oh yeah, too. Yeah, 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 in a normal city. And I mean, I bet you at when we're at Mania, she's gonna get. I mean, that's gonna be a mixed. It's the crowd. perfect heel versus face. I mean, it's that's Becky gonna be and, a, oh. Becky and uh, Rhea. It, yeah. It's you know textbook. It's what you want. So we're gonna pencil in. That'll be a feud. And that'll be, I think, a moment at WrestleMania that, like, you know, it's replayed a lot. I think that's fair. Give Bailey her flowers. She's had the most losses for a women's wrestler this in the past year. If you haven't known, if she, you haven't known she that, she did take a bunch of L's. She a lot of L's, right. a lot of L's. So I mean, um, I I'll agree with you, and you give Bailey her flowers now. So we both pick CM Punk and Bailey to win the Royal Rumble. I convinced you. You did. Circle takes a square part two. Uh, Kevin Owens against Logan Paul. Oh, that's now, um, that. Which one do you think one of them will show up in the Rumble afterward? I think yes. Logan Paul has to. I think. I think. I think the opposite. You think Kevin Owens? Yeah. As he he didn't win. He's not going to be Logan. Okay, Paul. got it. Uh, the only Logan reason will take why. Down Mania. Yeah, I think you're going to want Logan at Mania. Only because I'm not saying that Logan Paul is a an attraction draw. I'm just saying that he wrestles 
not as much. He only wrestles the big events. Put that well, way. yeah, we got it. And he wrestled where attraction is fair. Yeah. No, that's a good yeah. critique. I think he's been on TV what twice since he's been the U.S. title live. A lot of it taped shit. You know. Oh what I mean? yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, Kevin Owens is a really great face to go up against him, in my opinion, because yeah. Kevin Owens can really sell the promo and talk he can also really well. Carry it, although he can carry I mean, the match. He doesn't he really need it. Really that bad. No. Um, so I'm waiting for Logan Paul versus Bad Bunny. Yeah, oh. Oh. <laughs> that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. But I mean, I think you take someone like Kevin Owens and his legacy and his history, and then Logan Paul can say, "Well, I just beat a former world heavyweight champion," so that just puts more yeah, heat for yeah. him. I do see him going up against LA Knight though at Mania. And that's fine because that's, that's fine because LA Knight's gonna beat him, and the whole crowd is gonna be sc- screaming, "Yeah." So, and then you're going to give L.A. Knight his due for the past three months of him taking L's from Roman Reigns. He'll probably take yeah. the pin. He'll probably take the pin at Royal Rumble. What heel retains at WrestleMania? Can't have all the faces win. This is a fun one to go Well, down. Logan is going to retain. At WrestleMania. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. I'm, I'm getting I'm way I, ahead I apologize. Rhea's going to win. Rhea's going to go over and Becky, absolutely. Wow. No one can stop her. Then no who, one can stop Rhea. Then who does? Same question. Same we question we asked about Roman Reigns. The Rock is going to stop Roman Reigns, but not pinning him, costing him the match. Different story. You're not. You're not. You're not making Roman look weak by having someone else decide that you're going to lose, and it might as well be the guy who basically. You've been looking up to. I mean, so who do you just, think? Are you so you're saying he loses at the four way? Who, Roman? Yes. T- who wins, and then we'll say now your theory is they get cashed in on. Yes. Who is that? I think Orton, Orton wins to get the extra. I think Orton wins 15? to get the fifteen. Got it. And then Damian Priest beats him in the middle of the ring and cashes. Now, him. why wouldn't I start a feud with Damian Priest right after that? If who? I'm, if I'm uh, Orton, you could Chamber. There's a match. Got it. Boom. Damian Priest. And then how do you work solo from that into... I mean, you can you can intertwine that somehow, some way. I mean, it's going to be kind of hard because they're on opposite shows. Yeah. Well, that's, so, that's my point. Yeah. I mean, Damian Priest will be the champion, so he would then be on SmackDown. Yeah. And Solo's on SmackDown. Oh, yeah. You're right. So... I forgot about... And, and so I forgot about... Randy. Roman. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody's in the same house. Yeah. But then it's the like, all right, so you, ju- does Judgment Day keep rolling around absolutely. everywhere they want to? I mean, yeah, yeah, if they're still tag champions. Yeah. Because, and, like, are they ever going to defend those championships? Like, what, because what else you, is going because on? Because remember, here? you have Dominic and you have JD, too. So, I mean, if, yeah. if you're playing the New Day role, the Freebird role, uh, you know what I mean? Right. And remember, oh, Rhea. Oh, surprise entrance. I think Big E. You think so? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I hope. Only because oh, yeah, it's yeah. like, you, you know, him. I want to you see him get back, him. man. Yeah. I think you'll see some NXT guys. I think Carmelo will be in the Rumble. I think he is in the Rumble. Grayson Waller is in the Rumble, too. Yeah. And so is Austin Theory. Yeah. I think you'll see Carmelo because he talked about it uh, yeah, last week. I want to see Trick Williams. Whoop, that trick is getting Whoop hot. That trick. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about... What were we just talking about? Oh, my God. I had a really, really good theory i was going to say about about um We're talking about priest and uh solo and i don't know if that's what yeah you're going with that uh, no i mean i 
all these boxes are getting checked. Randy gets his 15th win, right? Damian Priest finally cashes in. Yeah, Remember you're you're doing all Cody? this at one thing. Oh, yeah. I don't want to get giddy with myself. This is what I wanted to say. I have a really strong feeling that this theory is going to work. Like, I've said this before on this podcast. Like, oh, I think I know this is going to happen. Which one? What we're talking about What now? we're talking about right now. Because we're, we're really dissecting this and we're really looking at everything. <laughs> we're naming, like, there's no negative way to come out of this. And, like, I don't want to be like that guy, like, where PJ was talking about the smart mark. But it's a really good fucking thing. Like, like a really good theory in my head that this can happen. Because it checks the boxes, it makes everybody happy. Will you be and more it excited? Falls in line. Will you everything. be more excited if it, your plan, your plan, happens that way, or will you be more excited if like we go about it another way? You know what I mean? It's like, uh, like basically, the way you're thinking it, you're like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, you're checking off your bingo card, yeah, and it goes that way, or like if it there's a subtle tweak. Well, I be mean, happy about I, that too. I mean, I would be happy. I guess if, it just depends on which way the tweet goes. I would be, I would definitely be happy if the matches that we talked about in Mania in our last episode come into fruition at this year's Mania. How we get there, if it's my way, I would be shitting bricks. If it's not my way, I'd be like, all right, but I still predicted every match right. because last week we last two or two weeks over over uh, over under the Rock two appearances from now to Mania. Over. Over. Absolutely. Okay. Go home show in Brooklyn. Oh, I know. There's one. Rumble is two. Yeah, that's a go yeah. home SmackDown. Yeah. He'll be a um I'm, I'm gonna say the over. Over. I'm gonna bet the over hard on that. Okay. Um because he, he released a thing on Instagram where it was something he said we're getting ready to change the world or something. Let's do this, you know, one last ride or something he oh, said. Man. Maybe he's um, announcing a presidential run. No, I think he's announcing our he's first coming back champion to... slash president at the same time. <laughs> I think it. I think Book he's it. I think he's announcing his. You'd vote for him. Who the Rock? Yeah. That's, I mean, who wouldn't? As a wrestling fan, uh, again, I don't watch I the know, politics until like the day of the election. The politics. The of politics. Your dad. <laughs> I don't watch the politics. The politics. Get off my lawn. Um... <laughs> No, but I mean, like, out of brutal, honestly, like, The Rock is going to have to be at Mania. All right, we're going to see that. We're going to see that. Oh, my God. I got to wipe away your tears. With Not your, Aubrey. With your bosom. <laughs> Me. I just, I also pray for good weather. Oh, yeah. Please, Lord, please. Yeah. I don't know if I can sit in soggy jeans again. I did that once as a kid. I can't do that. I never sat in soggy jeans. I did before at an Iron Maiden concert at PNC. It was worth it. Oh, but, yeah. Like, fuck. Nothing worse than wet socks. <sighs> well, I mean, I'm not going to wear jeans. I got a, I got, I got a whole idea in my plan in You're my gonna head. you fucking wear sweatpants? Not athletic pants that are really comfortable. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I'll, uh, we have a long time to yeah, decide what we're thinking about. And I mean, to be honest, I think that's the khakis. only match. Are khakis. Those, what do you got? Khakis. khakis? Are, those, are those the only matches for Rumble that we have? The Fatal Four. The Fatal Four Way. The Fatal Four Way. I have Randy winning because of The Rock cheating. Or the Rock costing Roman. Randy wins, and Randy gets cashed in on. But does that end the show? No. Wait. 
It might have to. That fucking has to. Yeah. If that you match, can't do that any other time. If that and, match is last, because nothing else. So to be honest with you, men's have to go on first. Here, mm. here here's my thing. Men go you don't on have first. To. You don't have to. Women in the middle of the show before mm. we at the end. For your theory to be better suited, it, that it, would have to be the. It doesn't really matter because last year the last year the men opened the show. Yeah. And the women closed the show. Correct. No, not no. That's not true. Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns en- ended the show last year. Oh, so cinema. Yeah. God. So right. remember, it can work if you don't have a Royal Rumble match as as the main event. So this year, that's this is why I think they're gonna open with the women, and then the second to last match will be the men. The last match is the Fatal Four Way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Because that's gonna come into if that's the case. Then so, so the rock, gets, the rock is coming. Pointing out. moment. Yep. Right. And then the rock is one thousand percent coming out. Or steal his thunder. Or what do you think of this? See, I don't think this is going to happen, and, and I've read this somewhere. What happens if the rock costs Roman, and Roman's the one that gets pinned? There's no way that Roman Reigns is going to get pinned to lose that title. They're setting this up in a way that's to still to make him look strong, even if he. he you know, even if he loses, like you remember, Bobby Lashley was the United States champion, yeah. and he lost his title in a, in a yes. triple threat to Keith Lee and Riddle. Mm-hmm. A month later, Bobby Lashley was the world heavyweight champion. Roman has had a a so tremendous I'm, run with the belt. Yeah, I'm just like now diving into it, and on the Roman Reigns aspect of it, I'm like, I'm just finding it so hard. That okay, yeah, he won't get pinned. That's a part of the four way. It's a, it's a, it's a safe out. It is. So he still hasn't been pinned like yes. that. Yes. But he won't have the title. That's fine. Because of so. Go ahead. Who does Cody face? Damian Priest. At WrestleMania. Yes. Jesus Christ. Yes. It's not going to be Randy. That's a night one. Night one middle. Damn. We talked about this already. That's a that's a falling off moment, though. Is it though? He so, finishes the story. So he yes, and I know it wasn't ever set as to whom it was. You know the story. Who's he gonna go against? Randy as a heel. Randy again as a heel. No. No, but down the line, you know those two will meet. It just kind of oh, yeah. has to happen. But because all you have to say is legacy. Legacy, right? Yeah. Um, you I don't know. The... It's just so. It's oh man. What the WWE is doing crazy dude like honestly like this this other thought i have just kind of derails everything you're saying because it just changes your one plan sets forth x y and z yeah the other way it could go is like here's a b and c it's just so like i don't know there's so many moving pieces nobody i'm not i'm not negating your story i'm just trying to like I don't think a better heads or tails. I don't think anybody cares who Cody win who who Cody beats at WrestleMania. Nobody cares. A lot cares. of people want him to beat Roman. But why though? To get his lick back. But why? You don't you don't need see this no, is No, I know you don't need This it. is how just, Roman was booked. The way it was set up. So all these years that's that's how he's going to lose the championship though. Who? 
Roman. Yeah, he's going to lose because the guy who technically is the leader and the tribal chief of the family that your whole legacy is built on cost you that title. Yeah, and then he, for you to define yourself as the head of the table, you have to beat him on the biggest stage of all. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Why can't just Roman work two nights? Because he's Remember not going to work two year? nights. What's he going to do? Last year it was almost plausible. He was going to beat the he's going to beat the Rock on night 1 and lose to Cody on night 2. There's no way that the Rock and Roman is going to main event Saturday night. You cannot do that. You got to have him Sunday night. So what is he going to open the show or close it? Who? That match closes. Who? Rock and Roman. <laughs> close, man. You you can't. There's nothing else you on that send, card. You don't send the fans home happy. <laughs> there's nothing. You don't send this fan home happy. <laughs> when when he pinned Taker clean, no one was happy. Yeah. No one was happy yeah, when true. when uh when Brock beat him in New Orleans. No, false. Oh yeah. But they're happy. They're fucking dancing in the street, and I'm not even using that expression to use it. It legit happened. Well, the and prob- my wife can vouch for it. The problem with that was, I think, there was a whole with the whole contract correct, negotiations yeah. with him in UFC. Because everybody, before the match started, we knew what the final match was at that Mania. And the groan starting. That's a, The beach ball came out before that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that beach ball is floating around. Then here it comes. You know, they always preview it. And you and I being at the events, we know how people get hype and, and just boo or whatever when they see stuff on the screen. When that they knew that match was next... It was utter chaos, mm-hmm. utter chaos, and everybody was very shocked. Like, oh shit, when Brock won! But every second leading up to that moment, before that one, two, three, everybody knew this was Roman's time, and they were like, you know, the the getting shoved down the throat thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they called the, one of the biggest audibles we've seen in a while. The Rock, the Rock can't beat Roman at Mania. It's just not plausible. Because if he walks off and comes back and has one big win. What if, so here, here's my thing. Roman's legacy is too, this isn't like Stone Cold and Kevin Owens. Because what Kevin if, Owens is, I'm not saying dead in the water, but Kevin Owens went from challenging Roman Reigns at that peak time where he was like the number one contender. Yeah, correct. And then he had the chance of wrestling Stone Cold. Right. Everybody knew that Stone Cold was going to beat him. It was too obvious. Yeah. The fucking event was in Texas, for Christ's sake. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a little bit of a comedic element to that. No, there was, sense. too. I mean, just the way through that setup. Mm-hmm. But um, what if there is no rocket at WrestleMania? I mean, excuse me, at uh, Royal Rumble? We're, we're, we're theorizing, mm-hmm. right? So we've well, got to go what with if, it. What if there's no rock? He yeah. doesn't come out at all? Yeah. Well... Because I want to be set up for disappointment first, so oh, I, I want to think that avenue through. Uh, if The Rock doesn't show up at Rare Rumble, I'll be very surprised. Do you think um, he cost Roman with an actual interference or his music hits? In actual. I think both. I think both. Okay. So Rock is out there for a hot minute after his music kind of dies mm-hmm. down and people kind of I can of see like, him like like running people to People kind of move out of the ring and give him his moment for a hot I second. See, I see like, the Bloodline getting involved. I see Solo maybe getting involved. Maybe you see Jimmy and Jay get involved. Hence, you know, Jay and Jimmy, that match happening at Mania, which it's going to happen. Um, But... To keep everybody out. Of yeah. that match sort of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then you have... Rock come out after. The Rock. 
The final boss. The final boss. And the rock cost Roman the title. Somehow, some way. Wow. It just lines up in my mind that you're 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 solving the problems now that you wanted to solve. You're taking the belt off of Roman without making him look weak by not taking a pin. You have him go against The Rock, which is the biggest name in Hollywood and probably one of the biggest names in the WWF history. But isn't Roman going to want to come back and collect at some point? What do you mean? You think Roman's going to be so inundated with what The Rock did to him that he's not going to care about the title? Like he's not going to want to get a rematch? Like For the title? The next No, day. he's not going to care. Because he's going to be so incensed by that. Because what the WWE is going to do is they're going to throw in the storyline of the family. This is where the whole bloodline family is really going to come into play now. Finally? Finally. Is this moment. I did it. I did it. I did it for the rock. I did it for the people. No, but I mean, honestly, if this is Triple H's big plan. Because if, if Triple H's plan of the bloodline storyline was SummerSlam with Jey Uso not winning that off Roman, then that's a really shitty way to end that storyline and that feud with that family. I just yeah, I just think there's Because yeah, watching Roman come to the ring. You know, for here, that long here's the time. thing. I want Roman the way I want his story to go is like, mm-hmm. you know, uh what what is this story? It's of of Icarus, right? Yeah. Where he flew too close to the sun. Yeah. And the the you know the wax melted and he fell down. The Triple H has been on record saying that at the end of everything with Roman, the fans he's going to be a huge face. That's what everybody's that that he's been on the record to say that by way of the Rock in this moment. Mm. By the way of being the Rock, you're already called Solo, your tribal chief of the future. Solo beats Randy clean at Mania. So Rock wins. I mean Ran, uh, Roman wins. He takes time off. He comes back almost around summertime, SummerSlam season, and then he goes against Solo. Because Solo's doing what? At he's that, he's carrying the-, the legacy of the Tribal Chief because he's the next one up, in the words of Roman Reigns. Okay, so he's, he meant, did- he's meant to do it, so it's a jealousy angle at this point? Because yeah. now I lost everything, yeah. and you're starting to gain that traction? Mm-hmm. All right, we'll table this one, and we'll come back to it. Because that's that's a little further down the ramp that I'm willing to it go is. at the moment. Because Roman has went out, has gone out and said, "Hey, he is the future." No, I know that. Yeah, it's literally on tape. Yeah. yeah. No, I know that. I know that's going to come at some point, sooner than later. Yeah. But... I feel like you're not on board with the Rock and Roman at Mania. I'll, I mean, I'll have no choice. And next time we reconvene. You know, we'll have a different story to tell because yeah. we're doing Rumble Fallout. You know, so I mean, there's I just, just I, there's just no other I think, way. I think for I'm the at rock. a loss for words because I'm trying to like process. I'm doing the Rain Man thing, where all the numbers are like going through my head, and I'm thinking of scenario. No, five minutes of Wapner. Sorry, <laughs> I, uh, ten minutes of Wapner. Yeah, yeah ten minutes of Wapner. <laughs> um, I I think I'm doing all those things, and I'm you haven't seen Avengers, but. When Doctor Strange is playing all the scenarios of how they can beat Thanos, and out of all the millions of ways, there's only one, and that's what I'm trying to like pick through in my brain. I have a lot of like little midgets in my brain shoveling coal into the fire, and it's like just going. Roman through. Reigns is going to come out on the Friday SmackDown after the Rumble, and proclaim that the whole title run for the past three years didn't mean nothing to him. 
because of what happened at the Royal Rumble. You think he's going to come to terms with that in a week? Yes. I think he'll take a two-week hiatus. You think so? Yeah, because by That's, that point, you'll be into February you've and coming got, up on... You've got some balls not to put him on the show after if he loses that belt. No, it's a perfect time for him to... I hate to say taking a little time off, but... I, I, I can't. A loss it's that big. It's too hot. A loss... You're going to... It's too hot. I mean, I here's what I would do, right? I'm so pissed off royally, I don't even wait till fucking Friday. I, I show my ass up on Monday on a show I'm not even drafted to. And, and I demand Yeah, and I demand time. I, I bump off some little Kinda like how Rollins took match. over NXT that one time and called that Triple H. Yeah, exactly. You just blow that shit off. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how you do it. But if you carry it and let it kind of get to Friday a week out oh, I guess le- technically less than a week away after the event, you know, it's uh I don't know. I think it, that would be a little too soon. If it doesn't happen sooner than that Friday after. I mean, they can play what happened on Monday. Yeah, and they then always Friday. do that. I know. But I know. then, like, but then this is going to further my point it's of gonna, the I whole mean, champion thing. Uh, so, you know, the guys are turning in my brain. Here. You just, I, I the feel way, good. The way the news cycles go and the way how they're so involved with social media and, like, Fox and all these other uh, um, sports avenues. Mm-hmm. That would be the biggest story, even trumping CM Punk's win, to, you know, at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. That would trump, you know, def- defending champion after three years and change, you know, after and they'll put the days, not the mm-hmm. years. Loses, you know, whatever, and that's going to be on every headline. You know, what how they was like more, to show what was that. more important? SI last year, Cody Rhodes winning or Roman Reigns storyline with Sami Zayn. Well, that one. Fast forward a year later, CM Punk winning the Royal Rumble, or The Rock showing up and costing Roman. What's more important? Well, that, because well, what, that's what I'm saying is, is that's why it's like, all right, I think he'll show up sooner than the Friday show, and if he doesn't, I just feel like that that Fox. I feel like Fox would want him to show up on that Friday. Yeah, I mean. and then to further everything and say, okay, well, yeah, he's been champion for three years and all this shit, whatever. Right, you know, they like to play the yeah, numbers. Yeah, four years, whatever. Hey, because remember, the, the, we're, we're knocking on a 40-year anniversary here of, Hogan. of Hulkamania, <laughs> yeah. and his Run reign, wild. his Roman can take that by September, I believe. So, you know, yeah. we can we can go to Plan Z mm-hmm. and say that he just retains a fucking thing until no. the end of I the year. I can't think about that. Um, Another whole calendar year. Because no, remember, he won it in August. It. Yeah, he can't do of it. 2020. He can't do it again. I think so. I think what they're going to do, <sighs> what, what they're going to do is they're going to tell a story of him dropping the title, but they're going to go off of that. They're going to say that he lost the title after four years, and that's it. That's perfectly fine. Okay. That's going to be sent down the chute. Now, why? Yeah, the new cycle. The right. new cycle is because of. Your own blood did it. The guy who... I mean, everybody gets the rub. I mean, Rock does. The guy who was always mentioned, but never showed up. I mean, not to mention, I mean, again, going down this further rabbit hole, you know, the the UFL is coming out, Mm -hmm. and by Mania season, I believe that weekend or the following weekend is like the first week or something. So, like, all those things kind of play into it, too. We all know how business is. 
They're, we have to well, grasp. Long story short, is like all this stuff is very exciting because we're like, uh, oh no, no, no. But if you do this, then what's the ripple effect here? Boom, boom, boom. And if you do that, it's like a butterfly effect. You ever see that movie? Absolutely. That's what it is. Ashton Kutcher's only good movie. <laughs> yeah. I think it's only like he's been like three. Dude, movies. where's my car? What? How dare you? That's a good movie too. Yeah. But exactly. the complete opposite side of the spectrum. <laughs> I know. One's a serious and one's a stoner movie, but yeah. um. I think that wrestling fans are going to come to terms real quick with him not being the champion because of what's on the other side of the of the door. Well, I mean, on the other side of the door is a lot of other options and no, no, kind of newer stuff, it's, too. Yeah, but, it's The Rock. I well, mean, yeah. yeah. His, Answer the call. His present for giving up the title will be pinning The Rock at WrestleMania mm. and being the real travel chief. That's all he cares about. In my opinion. And then he's going to ride into the sunset for a couple months? Absolutely. Absolutely. That That is where I think my, uh, some of my disconnect is. He, doesn't need, he a, doesn't need to be on TV anytime from end of WrestleMania to... Tom, we know he've pro- he's proven this for three and a half what, years at this a, point. That's what I'm saying. It's implied. He does yeah, it all the time that's now. That's what I'm saying, yeah. But, Even as a champion, but now he's not the champion. Yeah. You know? I know it'll make better TV for, oh, shit, he finally came back sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and he'll come back at the end of a pay-per-view like John Cena did to him a couple of years ago yeah. sort of thing. Um, You know, well, you know, that's to be determined down the road. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it. <laughs> it's – I'm not saying I'm not happy. I'm just like I can't see it. Until I do, and it's put in front of me, and then I'll deal with it. All right. So then, right now, if you so, I only need to wait a week. So, so you eight days. So, do you really think Nine. that Cody should be the one to beat Roman? I do. I think. Yeah. You do? Ro- now listen. Yeah, if if we're talking about money, yeah, the money's with the Rock. Like that's a no brainer. I just do think. I I think. And that's what that's all the WWE thinks about the title. I th- the title is fucking important. Let, it is. Let's not table that. I think I think it we've is. been stomping on this title for the last ten minutes, and like that's important. It is, but I mean, all Cody wants is to win the title. No, I know that. It, what's more important and and what's bigger for the effect is him beating Roman for it. Because mm-hmm. of last year, okay. adding to the story that he's trying to finish. Yeah, but and I'm not saying yes. What it, they it, did in such a smart way. Well, obviously we couldn't see the uh, what is it through the the forest through the trees then, you know, because now we got a whole eight nine months since then. That they've moment they've last only year, but, crossed paths once, I believe. Well, that's my point. It's like. So they're not going to cro- th- so they're not going to cross paths then. No. That one time was all you needed. That's what you're telling me. I'm telling you that, that was enough. I'm telling you that Cody Rhodes does not have to beat Roman Reigns to solidify the fact that he's a world champion. I th- two, I think he two episodes ago let's say you he, told me that Seth Rollins should be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns. Yeah. Okay, so if you had to pick between Seth Rollins and, and Cody Rhodes... I'm going Seth. Okay. It doesn't matter who beats Roman Reigns. In Cody's case, all he wants to do is, is to be the champion. Yeah. And for him to do that, it doesn't matter if I'm the champion, if you're the champion. I just think that the win 
like are you i'm gonna cheer so let, let me let me stop but i'll throw this right back at you the way you mm -hmm. presented it to me are you gonna cheer harder for cody to beat fucking damian priest than you are if it was they're building the fuck out of him damian. they're building up damian priest man Okay, so if it's not Damien, then who is it, Randy We're talking Orton? about a guy in God mode, as you like to say, and Damien Priest, who is, like, trying to get there, and I'm okay. not saying that, like, he won't. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's now. <laughs> you don't think that he should be a champion now? Because technically, he still has six months left to cash in. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think... I think he's the one to beat Cody for it as a cash-in. I'm not saying, like, Cody wins then he comes in and grabs it off of him I'm saying that like Cody gets over the hump whatever gets caught slipping and then has to go on a little bit of a chase probably at SummerSlam and so then so then you're eliminating the rock from showing up at Wrestlemania I, I guess when you put it that way I mean I, I can't really I, want I, to but I, I, I that's can't. why I said just fucking work both nights Roman. I can't no he's not gonna do that if you throw because, enough be, money because Adam, you can't go from Losing the like, what are you gonna do? Saturday night, you're gonna lose to Cody Rhodes, and then beat the Rock Sunday night. Come on, you could beat the Rock. Yeah, but I, and I just, maybe with a yeah. So then the Rock has the main event Saturday night. That's not out of the realm of possibilities. I know we we hold a high holy days Sunday, but it is. Um, it's not out of the realm of possibility. But, and then I feel like you're going to bounce back and tell me, well, Stone Cold made event Saturday night. No, absolutely not. It, this isn't, that doesn't even scratch the surface. Those, of those two guys two are separate. Those yeah. two guys are not even on the same level right now. Correct. Yeah. Stone Cold's doing his podcast and he had his one time left in the ring in Texas. He went out yeah, the way he wanted he, to go out. It, yeah. He even came out the next night and Stone Cold McMahon like it was 1999 again. Yeah. But I don't know. We're, I just I just think it. Diminishes. We're comparing. We're comparing a fucking a Ferrari to a '92 Taurus, man. If we're talking about that, yeah, those '92. Some of those '92 Tauruses are still on the road. Yeah, there. Hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> How many old Ferraris do you see? I'll wait. Old Ferraris. Yeah. I've only seen like three Ferraris in my life. Yeah, that's a valid point too. Yeah. I mean, we live in New Jersey, so we see probably outside of like L.A. I see. I've seen a couple Miami. Lamborghinis. I've seen a couple. Uh, what's the M? Uh, Maybach. No, the different one. Maserati. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I mean, like, to be brutally honest, like, I, as a wrestling fan, I think we're. I'm at the point we're where we're spoiled. That's no, what I mean. It is. I just, and it's a good I mean, spoiled. I, I think, it's like having too many outfielders. Or how many too good players <laughs> in baseball? Too many position players, and you know you can't play them all at once. And they're riding a fucking. I think hot wave. I think everything like the, the WWE. I think is so focused on like their growth and the potential for them, and that you know you see Carmelo being on TV more. You see, I think you see Braun Breaker get called up. I think you see you got Tyler Bate getting called up. I think you're going to see a lot oh, of this. Um, no, Pete Dunn's coming back. Yeah, no Pete Dunn. You're going to see. And Triple H is in charge now. Right. And Triple H and The Rock are pretty tight. They were supposed to wrestle years ago yep, at yep. Mania. So you're going to see this whole new coming of Christ with the WWE. And um, it's going to start. So are you saying the old guard is phasing out well, even it's, more? It's not Vince's show anymore. Oh, I know that. Yeah, we're going to see that week by week, man. 
Vince's swan song is Roman Reigns. Correct. Triple Very H's. Well said. Triple H's father-in-law is, is Vince McMahon. I don't think the Triple H would hurt the legacy of Roman Reigns mm. in any way. That's why I feel like he'll lose the title but not get pinned. And I think that's what I can't see. Why, though? I don't know because it, it's it's a very kind of new idea that it, like it, just kind of got thrown it on is, us last week. It is ago. it is new, but and things change. I'm I get checking. That. We're checking the boxes. I get it. I get it. We're checking the boxes and we're making everybody happy and we're getting what the fans want at the 40th anniversary of the biggest event in wrestling history. Rock and Roman, Punk and Punk and Rollins. Orton and Solo, Priest and Rhodes, Rhea and Becky, Eo and Bailey, Brock and Gunther, Logan Paul, L.A. Knight, Rhodes and Jay and Rhodes Jimmy. Rhodes and Priest is like a a layup, and here's a thank you for. Well, no, I guess it would happen before. So Cody's gonna main event night one. No, Cody won't main event night one. He won't main event any. No. Mm. Well, he could main event night one. And you can put Punk and Rollins not in the main event. But then that that whatever deal you have with Punk or whatever. Well, I, Punk, I don't even want to think about that one. Punk wins the Royal Rumble but doesn't win the title. Oh. But this all can change about see oh, how yeah. like see we didn't even think about that. I that's a whole nother this all, we don't have enough time for that. We one, don't. But. We don't have enough time because we are getting pretty late on time and this this may we may have to do an episode next week. We might have to. I think we're going to. Might have to be a call in for me. I will get back to you. Okay, well I have, we have, have a lot of things decide. going on next week, so we have plenty of time yeah. to decide. Yeah. Um great show. Yeah. Very, very good show. We had the chance of interview. Infor- informative. Informative show. <laughs> we had a beautiful interview with, with uh, PJ Savage. Uh, once again, check him out on all social media platforms. Check out Titan Championship Wrestling, where he is the 2023 rest of the year and your current heavyweight champion. You can find Sunset Flip Radio at Facebook and Instagram at Sunset Flip Radio. You can email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com. Reminder, for the 1,000th time, we'll be at WrestleMania. We're bringing the box of shirts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have fun. Damn, we should have sent uh, PJ one. Oh, we will. Yeah, well, when, we, when we see when him on the show, him, we'll give him right. a shirt. Um, yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll be coming back to you next week. I think we're going to have to. So this whole theory of Royal Rumble preview, we have a lot more to talk about as the weeks go by, as the week goes by, because you never know. Seth Rollins may not be in the greatest shape, and we'll figure that out this week. So, as always, wrestling yeah, fans. Yeah, that, that – oh. That hurts. Yeah, we might have to. We because have to. it's like, I don't to. know what happens. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what happens with that. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm here on the socials right now. And mm-hmm. I don't see much, although I'm yeah. not digging super hard at the moment. Mm, don't get and it. a lot of certain avenues that I, I follow and are pretty. Don't get too dirty, honey. No, I don't. I don't delve that. Di- uh, I don't dive that deep. Mm. Hmm. Mm. All right. So. Uh, next week, check us out. Thank Damn. you for listening. As, uh, as once again, as always, I am the million dollar father, Mr. Thomas Lisi, sitting in the small studio, the sharpest dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Sharp. God damn it. We are sons I want of to be handsome here. again. That changes the moment I tell you my wife calls me handsome again. Sure. Okay. 
But for now, you're still looking sharp. I'm sharp. Uh, as always, we are Sons of Philip Radio. In case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And as always, peace, love, and wrestling, and... Yeet! Yeet!